Welcome to week eight of the 2019 Bulldog Coaches Show. Coach Jensen, again, thanks for being here. Thank you. Big win the other night against Tonino, 55 to nothing. Uh, talk about that game, what kind of things you saw. I, I, is the opening kickoff, was that the same one we tried? And it, we executed it much better this time. Yeah, it's uh, something uh, Coach Klinger's been working on with Jordan. And uh, it's a pooch kick, and hopefully we hit it short enough in front of their guy and uh, give our guys a chance to get down under it, try to get it as high as we can and try to get our guys under it. And it worked out perfectly Friday night. Um, you know, we didn't play with as much emotion as we did the previous week, but I think I guess that's kind of be expected. We tried our best to to play with that emotion. It was senior night, so sometimes that affects kids different ways. Sometimes they get too emotional. Sometimes um, they're okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that necessarily played into it. But I thought our kids played well and, and played to our expectations and thought we did a good job offensively, defensively, and, and special teams. So- Standouts in your mind again. The ball gets moved around. You've got different kids scoring touchdowns. When you look defensively, it seems like uh, there's a core group of kids that are making a lot of tackles. But there's also each week different kids stepping up and really playing well. So what? Who stands out in, in that regard? Well, like on defense, it was nice to see Braden get a inter, Braden Dorman get an interception. I think that's his first of the year. You know, like you said, some guys step up. Cody Hundley stepped up, recovered a fumble, uh, had two sacks. He he uh, usually just comes in in pass rushing situations, so that was good to see. Um, you know, we've been really steady play with the linebackers with Brent Hollitz and Jordan King. They've been steady all year. Um, so defensively, you know, everyone, when you limit them to under 100 yards of offense, everyone kind of stands out. Offensively, uh, you know, Sam had a big night, uh, and then we had Sam Winter, and then uh, – now we were able to, like you said, we were able to score with different people at different times. Uh, Isaiah Pierce got in, and he was able to get a couple touchdowns. And you, know, you kind of hope that maybe some of your seniors can get in the end zone, but it didn't quite work out that way for us. But that's okay. Um, and you know, trying to get everybody in and and come out healthy, and I think we are pretty healthy right now. Yeah, that's sort of with. With the exception of a couple little things, this has been knock on wood a good year for. Injury-wise, yeah. um, I will say this from from a the perspective of a senior parent, I really appreciate the work that you and your coaches do, uh, not only teaching them football, but teaching them how to be good young men. And so speaking on behalf of the other senior parents, I want to thank you for that, yeah. you and your staff. Well, we have uh, – our staff does a great job with them, and uh, they're really – you know, like we told them before the game on Friday that – you know, this is a class we haven't had many problems with, if any at all, over the course of their four years here, anything serious anyway. So, you know, we always kind of tell them, uh, you know, your job is to leave the program better than when you started, and, and uh, they certainly did that. Uh, so it's a tribute to the parents also. They've done a great job with them. So, Elma, this week, this turns out this is the way things have shaken out with the, the teams that they played and games that they've won. Even though they've got one loss, this is for the league title. Uh, what do you see from Elma? It sort of seems like they've been a little up and down, had some injuries themselves. Yeah, Cody Volan's back as their quarterback, and he's a really a difference maker for them. It's, he's allowed them to be uh, – they came back late in the game. They had two touchdowns called back Friday night at Forks and pulled it out in the last minute. 
they were able to, uh, you know, they rely on Cody a lot with their offense. He's a pretty dynamic athlete, maybe maybe the best athlete in their whole league. Um, so he makes an added, an added dimension to them. He's not playing any defense right now. Um, he's suffered some injuries this year, but right now they're clicking very well on offense. And there's all kinds of uh, scenarios uh, based on, you know, you know, who wins on Friday because technically Forks is still in it. And, I mean, there could be a three-way tie for first. There could be a three-way tie for second. There could be – it could be cut and dried. So um, it all kind of depends on who wins Friday night. Which is also just goes to show that every game is important, which is how I think you approach it week yeah. to week. Um, let's go back to Cody a little bit. I, I noticed looking at the stats in the paper, he threw the ball quite a bit. Uh, but I've also, from past years, he will take off and run, and so he's also a running threat. What do you kind of do to try to stop him or just be aware of that so that you have to protect against the pass, but also him taking off? Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of been an ongoing thing for us, uh, of being able to contain the quarterback. We've we've been good a few weeks, and a couple times we've, we've allowed the quarterback to get outside the pocket. And then once he's outside the pocket, especially when you're in man coverage, you know, usually bad things happen there. So we, we got to make sure we contain them, make sure we um, have our gap of responsibility. So if we're D-gap, which is the outside gap, responsible, then we have to make sure that he stays inside of us. Um, they're, they're a wing T offense. It's kind of like playing an option offense. you got to be really disciplined because they, they hide the ball well and do different things with the ball. So you got to protect your gap first. Cody hasn't really uh, ran the ball as much as he did last year. I think that might be because of his injuries, and that might be why they're also passing more this year. But he's been uh, pretty spot. I mean, he he was a difference in the game Friday night for them. So this week is the the East County rivalry. It's a it's a big game, Monty versus Elma. Maybe bigger for them, especially based on what happened last year, where we came from behind to win that. Uh, and it looks like we've had the last two weeks, we had senior night and we had homecoming. I asked you the same question. Is there any different preparation? Is there, do you see kids feeling like this is something bigger than um, just another game, like that the perspective you'd like to keep them having? Well, <clears throat> you, you preach that. You preach that every game and you treat it the same way. And you, you don't always have that success with them as far as how they respond to that. Um, you know, we'll talk about it today. Today's Monday. We'll talk about it. We'll give them the scenarios. We'll lay it out. But really, we just have, you know, we always tell it's about us. We have to go go be us and, and focus on what we do and what we control. And that's kind of how we approach every game. Well, best of luck on Friday night. Um, hopefully, we'll see you back here at Jack Rottle for the crossover yeah. and beyond. But... Um, Go get a victory. Well, we'll do our best. Thanks a lot. All right, thanks.